the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This is the Sue Free Show, the pursuit of passion, purpose, and connection. Now, here's Sue Freeze. Thank you so much for joining the Sue Free Show. And again, I just feel so honored, so blessed to be with you today. Uh, you know, every time I'm coming in here, I think about it the night before. I pray about, Lord, what do you want me to talk about? What do you want me to bring up? Um, and, you know, God knows so much better and so much more than I could ever know on where people are and uh, who's going to be listening. Like, He knows. Who's turning on the channel or who's listening to the show right now? He knows. I don't, but he does. And, uh, you know, there's there's just a comfort in that, knowing that that those that need to hear, you know, give, give them ears to hear and favor. And uh, I pray, I pray that I just um, am open to receive what he has for you and for me. And sometimes I have to watch my show because there's so much that is impactful and it's when the Holy Spirit comes in and it's, it's him, it's his words that are coming through me. And we all can be used like this. And when you realize that you can have this type of impact and, and whatnot, it's, it's pretty amazing. It's, uh, it's a calling. It's, it's a responsibility. And I don't take that lightly. So, you know, those of you that have tuned in right now, it's no coincidence that you've tuned in and there is a message for you. And so with that, um, the Sue Freeze is about the pursuit of passion, purpose, and connection, in case you're new to the Sue Freeze show. It's been on for 14 years. I can't even believe that. Um, and it's been a wonderful, wonderful journey. And it's still going. And as long as the Lord wants me to, I will continue on doing this. And the radio stations just keep growing. And I keep getting more and more um you know, stations that want to want to take us on. So I have country, country stations, which I love country music and I love Christian music. And I just love uh, the Bible. I love what the Bible says. And um, those of you that have listened for any time at all, you understand that, you know, my life is a life story, just like your life is a life story. And it's, you know, God takes our messes and makes them messages. And if we can tell our story and be vulnerable and transparent enough to tell our story, it helps other people. So I just encourage you that if you haven't done that yet, find a safe person, a safe place to where you can be real and you can let your truth be known. And uh, maybe that you'll find a new truth and it might change your belief system on certain things. And, um, you know, I, I've asked people, you know, so where are you going to go when you die? And they don't know or whatnot or, you know, what do you believe in and, and whatnot and and people say, well, you know, I really want to receive the Lord. I really want to go down that path. The problem is, is that I just do this or I do this or I'm, I've got this addiction or whatnot. And, and the, the misnomer, the, the mistake that people make is that they feel like they need to clean up their act before they receive the Lord. And that's, 
not the truth. The truth is, is that the Lord will meet you right where you are. So wherever you are right now, if you have not done that, you just have to ask him in your heart and he will, he will join you and he will be present with you. So just know that. So I very, very often will refer to this book and I'm putting it because I'm Facebook Live and I've got YouTube. So it's a book called Jesus Calling by Sarah Young. And as we were doing um, some research on today's message, we realized that Sarah Young just died August 31st of this year. That's 2023. And she died of leukemia in Brentwood, Tennessee, which I know exactly where that is. I love Brentwood and I love Tennessee. And she died at the age of 77. And this woman... um, she has left a legacy. She she wrote Jesus Calling after studying at the Covenant Theological Seminary and receiving a master's degree in counseling. And um, on the foreword and everything, I was sitting one night and I was just like, I want to know more about this person. Um, it's pretty amazing what this book does. And um, some segments of Christian audiences were uncomfortable with the premise of a devotional purporting to be Jesus' own words, and it was called blasphemy by some. But young supporters, which I'm one, outnumbered her detractors, and they included such public figures as, not that it really matters, really. Um, what matters is it, it feeds into your life, and it, it brings hope. It brings breath. It brings life into something that could seem so overwhelming and it's it's just been so wonderful. I have written from the perspective of Jesus speaking to help readers feel more personally connected with him. So the first person, singular, I, me, my, mine, always refers to Christ. You refers to you, the reader. And this is from her explaining this. So what did Jesus mean when he said, peace, I leave with you, my peace, I give you? You know, we are facing a world that seems to be experiencing more and more unrest. Would you agree with that? The events of the last few months, the last few years, have seen health unrest still. Um, That's still going forward. We don't even know where we're going. And, uh, you know, we don't know that, you know, those of you that made choices in a certain direction, we don't know about that now. There's things coming out that are saying that maybe that wasn't the right choice. and, And now what? Uh, anyway, so there is economic unrest, social unrest, yet in the midst of this unrest is a promise Jesus made to his disciples, which is much needed today. Here's the promise from John fourteen twenty seven: peace I Peace I leave with you. My peace I give you. I do not give to you as the world gives. Do not let your hearts be troubled and do not be afraid. I am sure you would agree that right now peace is what we need in our hearts. With that in mind, this is a fantastic time to understand the meaning and context of John fourteen twenty seven. Because if there ever was a day crying out for peace, this is that day. So fourteen twenty seven says, Peace I leave with you, my peace I give you. I do not give to you as the world gives. Do not let your hearts be troubled and do not be afraid. That's a wonderful, wonderful blessing, isn't it? It is perfect in quality. That is to say, it is perfect in the kind of peace it is. There is an imperfect peace, the peace of ignorance, when we imagine that all is going well, whereas, in fact, if our eyes were open to see the truth, we would know that all is not well. 
Jeremiah 6.14. There's also the imperfect peace of stagnation. The pool of water may be calm and peaceful, but underneath it is foul and green with slime. Many men and women know only a peace like that, and one day the shock of God's judgment will stir up their pool, and they will find that they have no real peace at all. There's also the imperfect peace of dependence, which is a peace which is dependent upon something or person. How unsatisfactory this is. For the thing may fail and the person may die. Then where is their peace? In contrast, with these three kinds of imperfect peace, God's peace is perfect. I don't know about you, but for me right now, Peace is a wonderful thing. And I was talking to an interviewee right before I got on this show. And he says, what's your show about? And I said, it's about breathing. It's about taking your breath and just paying attention to breathing in and breathing out. I would ask you right now to think about your breathing. And just breathe in through your nose and breathe out through your mouth. And as you do this, breathe in good and breathe out bad. I can tell you we all have good. We experience good right along with experiencing bad. It can happen simultaneously right at the same time. Rick Warren would would, um, explain that our life is like a railroad track. And you have the good on one side and you have the bad on the other. But they're happening at the same time. They're going down the rail at the same time. And we can focus on the good. We can focus on the bad. And if we focus on one, it doesn't mean the bad goes away or vice versa, does it? But we all are desiring peace. And that peace is just amazing. How many of you have experienced peace? If you thought back about the smells, the sounds, just what was happening in the moment when you felt total peace? Is it just when you wake up in the morning? Is it when you go camping? I just thought of marshmallows roasting over a a fire, and that just kind of gave me a whole new memory. It is perfect in quantity that it is to say. The supply of it is sufficient and exactly meets our need. The marginal rendering of perfect peace is peace, peace, double peace. This is very significant when we turn to Philippians 4, 7, for there we are told that this double peace is peace of heart and peace of mind. And that is the kind of peace we need, a peace which garrisons our mind and calms our heart. This double peace is also double in the sense that it is peace with God and the peace of God. So with God and of God. This is kind of deep. It is kind of deep, I have to admit. This is deep stuff here. But deep is good. It is perfect in constancy, that is to say, it is permanent and not intermittent. The promise says, you will keep, you will keep peace. How does this perfect peace come to us? It comes by Jesus Christ. Turn to Philippians 4, 7 again and notice that the Lord Jesus Christ is the channel through whom the peace of God flows into our souls. This peace within is the possession of the Christian alone. There's no peace for anyone who does not possess Christ and who is not resting on the finished work of Christ for salvation. It is the blood of Jesus which whispers peace within. Okay, peace comes by the Holy Spirit. Peace comes by his word. 
peace comes by our obedience. I tell people all the time that out of obedience comes blessing. You know, sometimes it's hard to do good. Would you agree? Sometimes it's just so easy to be tempted and to just fall into that temptation and say, ah, you know, does it really matter? Is it really going to matter? And yes, it does matter. It matters on so many levels. But out of obedience comes blessing. I think about my grandchildren. I have three of them, and they're just so adorable. They just warm my soul. And they just give me such a a joy uh, just to be with them, just their innocence and their excitement over the silliest and simplest of things. And their laughter, it's just, oh, I don't know. It just, uh, it's just the most amazing thing to me. But I think about them, and I think about that we reward the obedience, right? Oh, you did such a good job listening to, to mommy right there. That was so good that you, you came the first time that we didn't have to say it three times. And, you know, that was so good sharing with your sister. It's just, you know, the obedience, the, the blessing that comes with that. His commandments, he will keep our hearts in perfect peace. If we will do our part, then God will surely do his part. By plenty of praise and prayer, the promise of Philippians is preceded by the conditions mentioned. Two conditions are mentioned in order that we may have perfect peace. Do you want to know those conditions? Yes. Who is it that God will keep in perfect peace? It is the one whose mind is steadfast, who trusts in you, Both these expressions denote faith, but whereas one is a head word and the other is a heart word. What is the difference? With our head, we believe. With our heart, we trust. With our head, we believe that God is the author of peace, the giver of peace. With the heart, we trust him to bestow what he promises. That is so good. One concluding word. Notice that Isaiah 26.3 begins with God and ends with God. It begins with you, and it ends with you. And the trusting soul goes in between. Perfect peace is by faith to get between these two words and to stay there. Perfect peace is the Lord himself within us. Not an experience, a doctrine, an it, but the Lord himself. Then, as the hymn writer puts it, when we are stayed upon Jehovah, our hearts will be fully blessed. And then and only then shall we find that he has promised perfect peace and rest. I'm going to read some scriptures that really bring this home, and it kind of sets sets it for you. Um, for those of you that understand the fruit of the Spirit, it's, you know, I have people say, oh, is that person a Christian? And I'm like, you know, that's not for me to decide or to judge. Um, but it does say in the Bible that you will know by their fruit. You'll know a man by their fruit. And Galatians five twenty two twenty three says, but the fruit of the Spirit, because you need to know what the fruit is, right? What is the fruit? And, you know, it's good for you to take an account of yourself. Uh, fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, forbearance, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Against such things there is no law. So the fruit of the Spirit is all of those things. So do you have all those things? How much are you walking in those things, and how much are you walking in other of those, other than those things? Matthew 5, 9, Blessed are the peacemakers, for they will be called children of God. Are you a peacemaker, or are you a troublemaker? Which one are you? Uh, you know, we can be looking for peace and trying to cause people to get along, or we can be stirring the pot. You know, in my workplace... 
I have both. You know, I have people that are, you know, a team, team building and, and really wanting people to, um, you know, be part of the team and to not burden others with uh, not doing their part and teaching people and sharing with people and, you know, guiding people along and, and applauding them when they do something right or great. Then there's the others that are just, they talk and they're, um, they're not working and they're distractions. And we have both, right? And in the field, same thing. You have people that go from job to job and they do what they're supposed to do. And then you've got other people that maybe take a little longer or um, don't stay on the path to get to the next stop. And, you know, you've just got these things going on and out of obedience comes blessing. And, and we are called to do our best at all times. And I would ask you, do you believe you are doing your best? Are you doing your best for God? Are you doing your best for those that are depending on you? Are you are you doing the best for your boss? You know, because when you're working for somebody, it's very interesting because a lot of people don't understand what goes into the whole picture, the big picture. They just understand their world and what's going on with them and, and maybe their co-part, but they don't really understand the full picture. So in the workplace, it's really important for us to understand another person's position because we are to support one another, and that's what calls it. That's why we call it a team. And there is no I in team, they say, right? So it's really important that we look at all of this and we're figuring out how we can be a better team member. How can we serve one another? And how can we be a good steward? Well, what does that mean, a good steward? Good steward means how can we cut our expenses and not uh, waste money, right? How can we hold on to and do the best with what we've been given, and how can we serve one another? Can we look for a need and fill it? And that's what we do is we are a service company and we want to make sure that we are the experts and that we know as much as we can know to do the best we can do for what we're called to do. Isaiah 26.3, you will keep in perfect peace those whose minds are steadfast because they trust in you. Psalm 29.11, the Lord gives strength to his people and the Lord blesses his people with peace. 1 Peter 5, 7, cast all your anxiety on him because he cares for you. Do you believe the Lord cares for you? Do you believe that? Because if you do, then you're going to have this faith. You're going to have this hope that even though things aren't going your way, they're just really not going your way. And you're feeling a little anxious. And then you have to know that you don't have to be anxious because God's got you. The Lord's got you. Romans twelve eighteen. if it is possible, as far as it depends on you, live at peace with everyone. Are you doing that or are you causing trouble? Are you creating with gossip or rumors? Are you creating an environment that is less than positive? You're listening to the Sue Freeze Show. Sue Freeze, spelled like fries, one word, com. I would love for you to connect with me. How do I do that, you say? Let me tell you. What you do is you're going to go to Sue Freeze, spelled like fries, one word, com. You go there and you connect with me by emailing me. And there's a place where you can put your email in there. You can put your name. You can put um, how you heard about me, what you're doing, and you can find out. Uh, you can You can send me a note. You can ask for a prayer request. You can ask for resources. And then I'm the only one that opens those, so it's safe with me. And uh, if if I need to reach out to you, if you want me to pray, you know, anything that you need, anything that you want, or if you even have some suggestions on how this show could be um, better serving, um, I'm always open for anything like that. This show's been on for 14 years, and we've gone through a lot of things together, and it's been wonderful. 
So Romans 12:18, if it is possible, as far as it depends on you, live at peace with everyone. I already said that. And I'm saying it again. Why? Because I want to leave this earth with no infractions. I want to leave this world with peace. And so peace is the main subject matter of the show, and that's why I am building around that. Romans 16.20, the God of peace will soon crush Satan under your feet. The grace of our Lord Jesus be with you. Peace, as described by most people, is a state of freedom of the mind from anxieties, troubles, and worries that may confront us at any time in life. This is actually what it is when we talk about the peace that a man can give to you. This kind of peace is temporary and can last until another trouble sets in. John 14, 27 talks about God's kind of peace, the peace that remains in you forever, irrespective of your situation. It's kind of like joy and happy. It's the same type of thing. It's that the joy of the Lord be your strength. The joy isn't on happenings. It's not based on what you're facing. We can still find joy even in the midst of whatever troubles we're going through. it But peace, it quenches every trouble even before they come. Jesus referred to such peace in Philippians as the peace that surpasses all human understanding. Jesus knew his disciples will face some challenges. After his death, he did not leave them comfortless. So he promised them the Holy Spirit, whom his Father will send in his name, who will comfort them and sustain them till the end of time. Is that only for the disciples, or do you think that that would be for you and I? Of course it's for you, and of course it's for me, especially if we're believers of the Lord. Jesus speaks of many mansions. He says that he is the way, the truth, and the life, and that to see him is to see the Father. He promises the first and second comforters. Let not your heart be troubled. Ye believe in God, believe also in me. In my Father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you into myself. That where I am, there ye may be also. And whether I go ye now, and way ye know. So there's a lot of scriptures here. And I get kind of um, caught up in the yees and the thous. And there's other Bible Bibles that you can use. The NIV is a good one to use if you're not familiar. It's the New International Version, and it doesn't have the yees and the thous, and it's easier sometimes. Anyway, so, peace. How are you right now? Are you troubled? You know, it says in the Bible, do not let your heart be troubled. But I know, as well as you know, that trouble happens, and that we do have trouble. And it's what we do with the trouble, where we put it, how we feel about it. It was talking about the heart, and it was talking about the head, right? And there's a difference between the heart and the head. And both of them need to be at peace. Have you ever, like, had sleepless nights? I have. And it's because my head just won't turn off. My brain won't turn off. It just keeps thinking and thinking. So I have to get up, get a notepad, and I have to write things down just to get it out of my head so I can hopefully just take a deep breath and just relax and have peace and peace. And then our heart. Our heart can be troubled because something's not done right or we've not said I'm sorry or somebody's upset with us and we don't understand why or somebody is thinking something different than what really is truth and you're you're having this trouble with this. So let your heart not be troubled and look for ways of finding his peace in what you're doing. And I guarantee you that your life will be more calm and comforted if you do that. So be a blessing to someone each and every day. And we will be back with part two of the Sue Free Show right after this brief break. And thank you so much for listening.
Have you noticed more insects or rodents in your yard or maybe in your home? Warmer weather means it's mating season. What's your sign? Hi, this is Sue Freeze of Ecola Termite Pest Control, but you can call me the Termite Lady. And I'm Tyson Freeze, manager at Ecola. When pests start mating, they start looking for food supplies. Your pantry, your garage, and a quick infestation can cost hundreds in tainted food. You don't want pests in your house. We know how to find and eliminate them before they can settle in. Call us for our free pestimate at 877-332-BUGS. New customers get $50 off any initial treatment. Pests hate that we make our service so affordable. Don't let insects and rodents move in. Call E. Cola now, 877-332-BUGS. That's 877-332-BUGS. Or online at termitelady.com. E. Cola, powerful termite and pest control. As gentle as a butterfly. E. Cola, 877-332-BUGS, termitelady.com. What would you do if your two-year-old child simply stopped breathing? The day businesswoman and author Sue Freeze discovered her son had developed life-threatening asthma, her life changed forever, sending her on a path of learning, discovery, and environmental activism. Sue's book, Learning to Breathe, chronicles her amazing life-and-death battle for her son Tyson's life, a how-to manual for parents of children with asthma, revealing the secret causes, surprising cures, and the untold truth about harmful indoor allergens. Written with the passion of a loving mother, wisdom of a successful businesswoman, and deep spiritual devotion. Learning to breathe is a hero's journey for the parent in all of us. If your child suffers from asthma, this must-read book could save your child's life. Learning to Breathe by author Sue Freeze, available on Amazon, or log on to SueFreeze.com. That's Sue, F-R-I-E-S.com, SueFreeze.com. You're listening to The Sue Freeze Show, the pursuit of passion, purpose, and connection. And here again is Sue Freeze. Thank you so much, Ecola Termite and Pest Control, for sponsoring this show. You've sponsored this show for 14 years, and I'm forever grateful. And, uh, you know, those of you that are listening, if you know somebody that is looking for a career move, is looking for a career, uh, or just wants to switch from the company they're at to another company, uh, Ecola has been rated top 100 in North America, and we're very proud of that. We've been around since 1983. If you are interested or if you know somebody that is looking for something new, we'd love to talk to you. Uh, we are hiring. We're hiring in every single office because we're growing, and we have so many customers that need our service. So if you would like to be part of our team, we would love that. Just call 877-332-BUGS, 877-332-BUGS, or go to termitelady.com and download the quick resume application so that we can call you and talk to you about it. You need to have a great attitude. You need to have a clean driving record. And the rest are skills, and we can teach you that, and you'll get licensed, certified, and all those other things that come with it. So we're going to talk more about the peace, receiving my peace. I talked on part one about Sarah Young, and she just died recently. And it's so sad because this book that I reference so often uh, is so good. So I'm going to read from it right now just so you can get an idea of what I'm talking about. Receive my peace. It is my continual gift to you. The best way to receive this gift is to sit quietly in my presence, trusting me in every area of your life. Quietness and trust accomplish far more than you can imagine, not only in you, but also on earth and in heaven. 
When you trust me in a given area, you release that problem or person into my care. Spending time alone with me can be a different, excuse me, a difficult discipline because it goes against the activity addiction of this age. You may appear to be doing nothing, but actually you are participating in battles going on within spiritual realms. You are waging war, not with the weapons of the world, but with heavenly weapons, which have divine power to demolish strongholds. Living close to me is a sure defense against evil. And here's three scriptures I want to share with you. Peace I leave with you, my peace I give you. I do not give to you as the world gives. Do not let your hearts be troubled and do not be afraid. Some of you need to hear that right now. Do not let your hearts be troubled and do not be afraid. Whatever you're going through, whatever is coming your way, just understand the Lord knows about it and he can comfort you. He can give you discernment to know what to do next. Do you know that our life is full of choices? And we suffer the consequences or reap the rewards of our choices. So think about how you're going to respond. Think about the pros and cons of your choices. And please do yourself a favor to think long-term, not short-term. It's so easy to take the easy road. It really is so easy. But the consequences of that can be detrimental to your future and the future of those watching you. And believe me, there are people watching you. Another scripture that goes along with this is this is what the sovereign Lord, the Holy One of Israel says in repentance and rest in your salvation, in quietness and trust is your strength, but you would have none of it. And then the last scripture is the weapons we fight with are not the weapons of the world. On the contrary, they have divine power to demolish strongholds. The lion is there to still kill and destroy. And if you don't believe that there really is a spiritual battle going on when you have these things happen that you don't, you can't make sense of. There's things that happen in our world right now that don't make any sense. It's not logical at all. doesn't make sense. So we can get mad of the people that are, that are uh, in, in, in decision-making power. But I believe that we need to be fighting in the spiritual realm against the principalities. Now, this might seem very far-fetched for some people, but I can tell you firsthand that I've seen things that a lot of people haven't seen. I've experienced things that a lot of people haven't experienced. Now, some people are going to go, whoa, where is she coming from? And I'm just going to go off uh, what I was going to talk about to say that I need to say this now because there's new listeners right now. And I want you to understand that, you know, life is life. It is. And that life is a journey. And what we do with our lives matters. And we only have so many days in this life. So we need to make every single moment count. It really is important for us to do that. Now, does that mean we don't rest? Yeah, of course we rest. We have to rest. Jesus went in the in the desert for 40 days to rest, didn't he? Because he couldn't do everything and be everything that everybody needed him to be if he didn't get rest, if he didn't take time to take care of himself. And going in the desert, he had quiet time, quiet time, peace time, time to just settle, to breathe, to just settle. And maybe hear when you can't hear with all the noise going on. So I wanted to, to just kind of pull away a little bit to tell you that there was a time in my life where I felt overwhelmed that I couldn't handle. I couldn't manage. I had two little kids depending on me. 
um, a marriage that was totally broken, that was um, totally failing. And I felt like I, I couldn't um, control it and I couldn't fix it. So here I am going, what do I do? What do I do? Jesus, just tell me what to do and I'll do it. But I didn't hear anything and I didn't hear anything. So I felt like I needed help. And I heard the radio say, 800 help for me. So I dialed. I dialed it. It's just like my finger went and did it without me even thinking about it. And I just needed to do it because I knew I was at that point where I needed help or I was not going to be able to take care of these two children that I loved with all my heart. And I wouldn't be a, a good enough mom if I couldn't get myself healed and whole to be able to be what I needed to be for them. I know some of you moms or dads can hear this and you understand what I'm saying, that you just feel like the world is caving in on you. You feel like there is just no hope for tomorrow. There is hope for tomorrow. The sun comes up new every morning. Understand that. Understand that there is a new tomorrow, that it might seem so dim, so dull, so overwhelming that you just don't even want to go on. You just are at that point where you're thinking, I'm, I, I just don't want to go on. Please, please, take a step back, take a breath, go take a shower, do something that's positive so you can get a regrouping and pray. Just ask the Lord in your heart. Ask him to reveal to you next steps. Ask him to bring somebody to knock on your door to a radio show that comes on the radio that is going to pull you out of where you're at right now so that you can get what you need so that you can be more and be better. Okay. And, um, somebody needed to hear that. And I would love for you to connect with me by going to Sue free spelt like fries, one word.com. Please, 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 um, text me, email me, let me know, um, that you heard this, that the Lord spoke through me to you so that, I know, and I can bring that to the radio next time to say, hey, those that were listening last week, yes, there is a person that connected with me and told me the story, and yes, it was because the Lord spoke through me. And listen, every listener out there, you can be used just like this or in a different way. He has different gifts for different people. This happens to be one of mine. And uh, I, I, I love it, and it's exhausting at the same time, but out of obedience comes blessing. So this is the blessing, is that I can help, that the Lord works through me to help other people, to educate other people, to give people a hope and a future, and to understand faith, hope, and love, and the greatest season is love. Um, we, we need to know that. So I put myself in this place. And I did get the help I needed. I thought I was going in for three days. I ended up being there 21 days. And it's significant that 21, 21 is a big number for me. And I was in there for 21 days and I did get the healing I needed. I saw so many things that I would have, that I would have thought was absolutely crazy if I hadn't seen it with my own eyes and experienced things in my own body, the forgiveness, the washing clean, white as snow. I've had many things happen over my lifetime. And I feel that, and this is for you too, every single listener out there, you've been through things. You have a story. God makes messages out of our messes. But you have a story, and that story can be used for other people. If you'd like to be on this show and talk about your life and your story, I would love to hear from you. Again, go to com. And we can talk about that. Also, if you want to advertise, you can talk to me about that, and I'd be happy to help you about that. I've been doing it a long time. About 43 years I've been advertising on the radio, and I know a little bit, just a little bit, 
about how to do it and what to do and what to think about. And, um, you know, and you can actually go on my show for a fraction of the cost and you can test the waters with me. And then from there, uh, you know, as you see that it works and that, you know, it's, it's a good thing, then I would recommend you to uh, another person that could actually take you further and, and, and help you um, go the next steps and the next steps. Sometimes it's a baby step, isn't it? It's just a baby step. You just have to move. Motion. Nothing happens without motion, and you have to take a baby step. So you need to take a baby step in the right direction, though, okay? Um, you could go um, stay in your addiction, and you can have that drink or have that whatever, or you can say, no, I am going to make a phone call. I am going to ask for help. I'm going to do something different because what I've been doing isn't working. When life feels overwhelming, there's only one place we can go for true, lasting peace, Jesus Christ. He's the Prince of Peace, and the Bible says he's our shelter in the storm. Turn your eyes upon Jesus, look full in his wonderful face, and the things of earth will grow strangely dim in the light of his glory and grace. That's a song, and I love that song. You see, when we take our cares and worries to God and spend time with him, we magnify him or make him bigger in our eyes. When we do that... All of our problems and concerns suddenly look smaller. Compared to God, they grow dim and insignificant. Your problems may be big, and they are not insignificant to God. But when you keep your eyes on him, he gives you perspective. I know I'm talking. The Lord's speaking to you right now through me, and I'm so thankful I can be used as an open vessel for his good, for your well-being. Jesus says, come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. That's what Jesus is saying to you. Come to me, all you, you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. When you feel worried and anxious, I know it's easy to panic and allow fear to take over. That's when you need to slow down, get still, and focus on Jesus. He's always with you available any time of the day for you to cry out to him for his supernatural peace. He never sleeps. I thank him for that, that he never sleeps. So this is the prayer, and maybe you need to pray right now with me. And listen, if you're driving, please don't close your eyes. Pull over, but I'm going to say a prayer, and you could, t- you could say it right along with me. Father, right now I take a moment to come to you. Thank you for your amazing love and how good you have been to me. Your strength, guidance, and protection make all the difference in my life. Help me to always keep my eyes focused on you and receive your supernatural peace and comfort. In Jesus' precious name, amen. How did that feel to say that prayer? Oh, gosh, that's so nice. So nice. Matthew 4.4, man is both physical and spiritual which is why spiritual food is just as important as physical nourishment. The spiritual food is every word that comes from the mouth of God. God has spoken to us in his word, the Bible. His word imparts life. Life and death is in the power of the tongue. I just did a uh, speech over the weekend in San Antonio, Texas, and my speech was about the power, the, the abundance of, let's see, the power of life, Life and death is in the power of the tongue. That's it. And out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. And those, those two scriptures right there are so important because you speak and I speak. But out of the abundance of our heart, our mouth speaks. 
So if our our heart is overflowing in abundance of God's word, then that means we're going to speak healing or speak encouragement, speak forgiveness, speak grace over those we come in contact with. Whether we lay hands on, we pray over, we speak into. These are things that the Lord has called us to do for one another. It's not just for Jesus to do it or God to do it. It's for us to do it. He's asking for us to do it. And we have the empowerment to do it with the Holy Spirit. On a couple occasions, Jesus spoke of another type of spiritual food. After Jesus spoke to the Samaritan woman at the well, the disciples brought him some food from town, but he did not partake saying, I have food to eat that you know nothing about. This puzzled the disciples whose minds were stuck on physical food. And Jesus explained, my food is to do the will of him who sent me and to accomplish his work. Later, after feeding the 5,000, Jesus referred to faith, salvation, and his sacrifice using a food metaphor. Whoever eats my flesh and drinks of my blood has eternal life, and I will raise them up at the last day. For my flesh is real food, and my blood is real drink. Now, this is communion. This is this is communion. And, you know, the little cracker is the flesh, and the wine that now is uh, grape juice, um, that is the blood. It used to be wine, but now in church we're doing grape juice. We need spiritual food. That is to say we need the word of God. We need to do the will of God, and we need Jesus himself. I don't know about you, but is this good? Because it's really good. I, I, I find that it's so good. Listen, when I went into that place, they frisked me. They checked my luggage. They um, put me in a room with this girl who had some type of degenerative disease in her eyes where her eyes were bulging. And it scared me. I had never seen this before. But her eyes were bulging. And and I, I said to her, once I got comfortable to speak to her, um, you know, I was just uncomfortable with my surrounding. I can't believe I put myself in this place. But I was desperate. I was at a point in my life where I knew that I needed help. And there's no way I could be there for my children if I didn't just dive in. And I had total faith that where I was going was a place that was going to be able to help me. 1-800-HELP-FOR-ME. I needed help for me. And you might be there, too, where you need help for you. I don't even know if 800-HELP-FOR-ME is even available now. It was a wonderful, easy way to remember. Um, but I know that there's a lot of places we can go to get help. It just depends on, on what we need and choosing wisely. And you need it to be a safe place. When I went into this place, I didn't wear makeup, which I was used to having a mask on. I was, uh, you know, it was showtime, folks. I used to say that before I go to church. It's showtime, folks. Because I was so unhappy. I was miserable. I just felt devastated all the time in my marriage. I just felt like my marriage was crumbling in front of me, and I felt like I had no power over fixing it. And I was a fix-it person. I was a peacemaker. And no matter what I did, it just seemed to not work. If anything, it irritated more. It caused more anger. And it wasn't pleasant, and I was trying to guard and protect my children in this situation. And it it was very difficult. And then I felt so heartbroken because all I wanted was to be married, be in love, and and to just have a harmonious, godly marriage. That was my my heart, my goal, my, my whole everything was that I wanted to be married forever, break the divorce curse that was 
prevalent through my family. I was the only one that hadn't had that happen yet. And uh, I said, yet, yeah, because it did happen. Um, I was married 32 years, 32 years of marriage. And I didn't feel peace. I didn't feel peace in my marriage. I didn't feel heard. I didn't feel understood. As much as I tried to understand the situation on the other side, it is really good to understand, to try to understand, right? And and uh, one of my favorite things of saying is, people don't care how much you know until they know how much you care. Isn't that truth in life? Uh, that, you know, so many times I was in this situation where there were four people around a table, and, and two of the people said, oh, I want to hear your story, I want to hear your story. So I started to tell my story, and all of a sudden, the other guy just took over the conversation and said, oh, yeah, I know what that's about. And I mean, I was like two sentences in and it was taken. And I'm like, wow, okay, that person needed to tell his story much more than I needed to tell mine, even though I had already ter- told, I already heard his story up on stage. Um, he felt it was necessary <clears throat> to tell his story again. So I kept quiet, and that's um, because I felt like he needed to to talk more than I did. And so I let him get through. And then there was another person that was also trying to to tell their story. And so I'm like, wow, these people, they just, they need to really share. They need, they need to be understood. They, they want to feel heard and understood. And so I sat there and listened. And at the very end, I said, Hey guys, you know, I don't know if you remember at the beginning, this whole thing. And it was like 45 minutes later, I said, you, you probably don't remember, but you did ask me if you, you said you really wanted to hear my story. And they both looked at each other and they were so surprised that so much time had passed. And um, they said, Oh, we really want to hear your story. And I'm like, you know what? I I need to go to bed now. So I'm really sorry, but um, I I just, I, I don't have it in me to tell you, but I really enjoyed hearing yours. And so what's the, what's the message in that is that we need to tell our story when somebody really wants to hear it because it's kind of an appointment. But I will tell you that on this radio show, 14 years of being vulnerable and transparent, I've told people some, they were at one time secrets that nobody knew until I got the healing and understood forgiveness. So I'm going to end because I think we cannot have total peace in our heart and in our mind if we don't understand forgiveness. So I'm going to end because the Holy Spirit's saying forgiveness, forgiveness, forgiveness. And I'm like, okay, I hear you, Lord. Uh, forgiveness. Okay, I've had, um, I've been sexually molested. I've been raped. I've, um, I did have an abortion when I was young and I'm not proud of any of this. And some of it was, you know, my decision and some were not my decisions. And what I will say is, is that when I went into this place that I told you I went into for 21 days, part of the work was forgiving their trespassers that have trespassed against you. But then the hardest one for me was my decision for abortion and forgiving myself for making that decision. It still makes me cry. You know, because it's just it's just people that have had an abortion, you women out there, I've mentioned this before, and I can tell you that every single time I get a woman connecting with me. And I will tell you that if it's a secret and you've been holding the secret for so very long, it's time to let that secret out. And I know that's so scary that you didn't even tell your mom. My mom's gone now. You didn't tell your dad, you didn't tell your mom, you didn't tell your sisters. It's something that you've lived with all this time. And you think that it's just a decision you make and it has no bearing on your emotions or your anything. And I can tell you that that is a lie from the devil. 
that you do need forgiveness. You need forgiveness from yourself. And getting the secret out is the most important thing you could do. Just like if you've been sexually molested, I come across a lot of people that have been sexually molested as a children as a child, but they have not let anybody know because they feel that it would be detrimental to their future. And it could hurt people because usually it's family members. So what I can say with that is find a safe person and, and please do yourself a favor. The Lord is d- directing this to say that you need to forgive those because you're not hurting them by holding on to it. You really are not hurting them. They don't even care. But you're hurting yourself. You're in prison right now. And you need to break those chains of bondage and get the freedom you need to be able to be used for what God has created you for. So if you hear nothing else from this, is that work on your forgiveness. And it's a choice you make in your head, and then it will go to your heart. It doesn't start in your heart. It's not a feeling. It's a decision you make with your head. So please make a decision. It's in your head. You might not feel it. I didn't feel it. But I made a decision in my head, and with time, it did become um, in my heart. So I'm going to leave you with that. So I hope this has helped. Go to Sue Freeze, spelt like fries, one more dot com. Connect with me there, would you please, so I know what's going on and if this um, was good for you. Okay, God bless you. Until next week, be a blessing. Bye. Ah, it's that time of the year when bugs multiply like crazy and start looking for a home your home. Ants, spiders, fleas, earwigs, termites, and a lot of other creepy crawly critters, even rats and other varmints. It's time to call E. coli termite and pest control services. They offer complete ecological pest control of rodents and insects. E. coli has one-time services, ongoing monthly services, their most popular and economical every-other-month service, and even quarterly service for occasional pest problems. E. coli keeps rats and mice out and eliminates insects in their nests. It's the most effective way, and their termite control is legendary. So call E. coli today for a free estimate of complete pest control at 877-332-BUGS. No more creepy-crawly critters like ants, spiders, fleas, earwigs, termites, rats, and other pests. Call them at 877-332-BUGS. 877-332-BUGS. E.C.O.L.A. Powerful pest control services as gentle as a butterfly. Ask about their two-year warranty. Call 877-332-BUGS. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here. Here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never before seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. Salemnow.com.